can't get a game for free. Shit, I got some change on me. Look into my eyes, moving and ride. I might just pay the fee. She's cash free. She got a way of making the block free. Cash free. Can't get a game for free. Shit, I got some change on me. Look into my eyes, moving and ride. I might just pay the fee. She's cash free. And we're back. Man, welcome to one point motherfucking zero. Welcome to the birthday edition. Dr. Shepner turned 52, man. And I got something to tell you on this here episode, man. And here on this here party that we having, man, we just gonna, like, you know, chill and talk a little shit, you know, and gossip and wine zone. You know what goes on in the living room, man. So that's what we do here on One Point Motherfucking Zero. We have living room conversations. So today is my birthday. So, boy, you know I'm gonna tell some shit. So, uh... Like I said, we laid back today, man, and I'm, I just want to meet and greet my fans. If y'all want to just, you know, cut it on and let the music play and listen to me talk some shit, that'll be good, too. Don't, you know, go get you something to drink out the refrigerator. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm going to be drinking and, and I'm going to be smoking. I do, uh, you know, have legal license for legal marijuana here in Texas, so I will be taking my medicine doing this here party thing. You understand what I'm saying? Man, I'm so glad to see y'all tonight. Uh, we kicked it off last week. Uh, our first episode of the second season. Now, this here is the second episode of the second season. And it just so happened to be my birthday weekend, man. So we kicking it. You dig what I'm saying? We is kicking it tonight and we gonna talk a little shit about a little shit. You hear what I'm saying? So, hell, man. Uh, uh by earlier when I was just, you know, doing a little research to see what we were talking about tonight. I asked the spirits to bring me something, to bring me something that was, uh, you know, kind of fruitful. You understand what I'm saying? So, I seen what India Irie came out and spoke the hell out, man. Oh, the girl got down in what she said. You know what I'm saying? And she was right. So, I want to know if you agree with her. Now, what happened was uh, Houston artist Megan Thee Stallion was invited to the Essence Festival. And, you know, normally the Essence Festival is, you know, kind of paddly bellish, you know. They don't really get down like, you know, all in the gutter and street and rapping stuff, you know. You know, Maze. Maze was really big at the Essence Festival, if I'm not mistaken. You know, that was the type of music that was, you know, you ex- expected when you went to the Essence Festival. You know, Stephanie Mills, uh, you know, Maze, Gap Band, you know, things like that. But they invited Megan Thee Stallion. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Jill Scott was there. See, because I was hearing some little static about, you know, the 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 the, the her rendition of the national anthem. You did some cast didn't like that, but uh, she was there, and they really didn't put no light on that. So when the website decided to show what was going on at the Essence Festival, they chose to show the part where Megan Thee Stallion was on stage and it was just a bunch of twerking goings on. Silliness. Monkeys. See? This monkey is just acting a fool. Twerking, they just, just twerking. Just twer- at the Essence Festival, man. And then, which I, 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 I fully uh, support them, India Irie came out and spoke some real live shit. She came out and said, look, y'all out here rubbing your thing on the floor. I mean, she got down. I couldn't believe she talked like that. You know, her being, you know, neo-soul artist talking about, you know, brown skin now. (laughs) She said, y'all out there rubbing your asses on the ground. And then you want a nigga to eat that shit. She said it just like that. Shocked me. Shocked the shit out of me. I ain't lying. I talk bad. And that shocked me. She said, yeah, y'all want to drag your ass on the ground. You understand me? 
And this is where, this is your stargate. This is where a miracle happens, you know. Y'all rubbing it all on this bacteria ass ground, everybody walking on, twerking on, and everything else. You understand me? And she had the point there. Because as in my other, I think it was my third uh, episode in the first season, I talked about that. Thought winners enough, enough, man. I mean, uh, when is when is twerking no longer? I mean, when is twerking like bell bottoms? When do it go out? When do twerking get like you know, holding hands? When, <laughs> when do twerking get like walking up to a person in person saying hello, how are you doing? My name is so and so and so. When do twerking get like that? I mean, what do it mean? What do twerking mean? What are you expressing when you are twerking? Now, I can come up with my own, you know. I can come up with my own narrative. Which would be that your ass is the best part of you. I shouldn't even worry about your head, your, your, your you know, your brain, or your, you know, if you can cook. None of that. My only... Uh, confirmation that you're worth something should be your boozy. Now that's my own little minute. If that's what you put forward, if that's what you display, then that's what, yeah. Obviously that's how you want to be uh, accepted. That's nice old fine ass. But <clears throat> like, I, like I said, NDRE came out and she spoke. she spoke very strongly about that situation. And I'd like to know if you agree with that. Is it time for this foolishness to stop? Because you can support it, but when somebody uh, disrespect you in that type of way because you might be dressed in that, like, you know, yeah, you might look similar to them young ladies that was up there. Even when you have out having a good time, there's something that's crazy about uh, women that don't respect that they're still sexual beings, even if they feel in their mind that they should be treated in a certain way. It's not your fault that uh, <clears throat> you were blessed with all that ass. That's your mama's fault. Your daddy's fault. You ain't got nothing to do with that. That wasn't your fault that you got them big old nice plush you know, breastless is up there. That's not your fault. But it also is not that man's fault that he recognized it. Because this is, this, is this is natural happenings. You understand? So, if, if there's no education, which that's what it is, and it's our job to educate each other, <clears throat> men and women, it's our job to educate each other on on what's appropriate, on what's deemed to be sexy, on what's attractive, on what's intriguing, on what's interesting. Yeah, we have to help each other with that. Because you see what the condition we are in if we, you know, if we come up with that on our own or listen to somebody else tell us what it is. I need to know you know, the right avenue to go on to really you know, see see or either show what's best about me, what's good about me. And if, if the narrative now is to hide behind something to get your best look then that that didn't that's you know that's kind of retarded. That's kind of retarded. So Indiari, she spoke real, and she's been one. Of, she's one of the few, very few artists, you know, that have said something about that. Because I think that's a that's that dangerous. Like saying something about them alphabets a a b c d n q q f g. Yeah, you say something about them people. Something happened to you. 
So the way she stepped out there, <clears throat> I appreciate it. Because you can't tell me now uh, how the hell Megan Thee Stallion win a uh, whatever, what she won, a Grammy Award or Emmy Award or Lifetime Achievement Award or something like that. Why? And she talking about sucking dick, eating pussy and I didn't know that was I didn't know that was so so in demand. But it is because she's doing a good job of ruining your daughter's mind. Oh, she's doing a wonderful job. She deserves that Grammy. Because you can see him on TikTok repeating her, repeating her words. You probably never experienced what she's talking about. But they on their way. She does a good job of that. That's why she got that Grammy. That's why she got that Emmy. BET Award. Lifetime Achievement Award. Because she does a good job just like the rest of them do. So, now... Uh, uh, Megan Thee Stallion won't say that Miss uh, NDRE is an old artist and her time is over and all that. Well, that's not true. Those artists were pushed out of the way. Just like the artists of my time. They wasn't done yet. They still yet had things to say about bringing the community together, about living like, you know, black people have lived before, before all of this. Before the white man made this new Negro, which is us. You know. Those people were pushed out of the industry. They were, they didn't just sing their last song and the curtain went down they walked off and that was it. No. They changed the narrative, which was to sexualize black women, criminalize black men, homosexualize the rest of them, and then the ones that's in between, you know, give them the label as bi. But everybody get fucked up in this here. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we got something for everybody. We gonna call y'all all kind of things, and y'all gonna believe it. And you gonna you gonna form groups, groups that'll fight the other groups because them groups don't like y'all group. Yeah, they gonna do all that. Mm -hmm. but to hear artists speak out nowadays it's a real it's it's something to witness because it doesn't happen as long as you you know if they if they if they they the hot thing you better not say nothing <clears throat> because you're not realizing it's not those artists that gonna come from you it's, it's who those artists making money for that's going to come for you. Megan Stallion couldn't push her narrative because she has backing to the point where she can get a Grammy, Emmy, uh, Golden Globe, or whatever the fuck she got. <clears throat> Ain't none of her raps about Rosa Parks or Dr. the Luther the Kane. Or about women's rights or abortion or, you know, two-parent homes. Ain't none of her raps about that, as far as I know. Hell, Denzel did more for the community than she did. Hell, I don't think he got no awards yet. Until he did, uh, you know, where he was a crooked cop. So I'm glad she spoke out. <clears throat> More of it needs to happen. Because somebody needs to relate to our sisters that it don't take all that. Who told y'all that? You can have a whole disposition in your own mind and a man to find your fingers to be beautiful. Your toes to be beautiful. Your belly button. <clears throat> so it don't take all the other shit. You otherwise are covering up what somebody see in you real. <clears throat> 
I can see the fake all day long on television, outside, my male lady. You know, yeah, I can see the fake all day long. I can see hair bunnies all day long. Yeah. I can see pajamas in Walmart all day long. But what I can't see is these people communicating with each other in real life. If it is, there's a good 90% chance that it might go bad. If you communicate with somebody for real, I'm talking about for just saying, <clears throat> hello, hey, how you doing today? Motherfucker, you know me? <laughs> and it'll go that way. As crazy as it sounds. Because ain't nobody speaking up. If you don't speak up and something continues, then slowly but surely it becomes a part of your life and it's okay. Because it happens every day. And that's our story as, you know, kind of like as black people. They hung you, it's all right. They lynched you, how cuz, it's good, it's cool. Jesus coming. Come in your house and shoot you while you're eating a bowl of cereal. Put their knee in your neck and you can't breathe. And it's all right, cuz, Jesus coming. But sooner or later, he ain't going to have to come because we're going to always be where he is. On the rate they going, you did. We ain't going to need, you know, he can save money on that Uber. We on our way. So, so somebody got to speak up, man. These artists that y'all look up to, they take your money, they, you go to their concerts, and you, uh, you know, you pick up their fashion, you pick up their likeness and everything, man. And them people don't do nothing for y'all. I mean, people that you uh, be riding, you know, you be driving, you hear this song, you get throwing your hands up when you're in the club with your girlfriends or your homeboys, your song come on, y'all do a group dance and shit. Them people ain't doing shit for y'all, cuz. Them people won't speak up. Them people won't show up. But y'all show up religiously at they shit. I heard motherfuckers them paid two or three, several thousands of, of quarters and cents and dollars and stuff for Beyonce uh, concert. They say motherfuckers sold their house to go to them people shit. Them people ain't did shit for y'all, cuz. But when an artist speak up, we need to support that artist. She don't need to be counseled for what she said because you out because they out there trying to counsel her. Because uh, women think they ought to be able to behave in that manner if they want to. I think I ought to be able to go choose whatever mansion that I see to my liking, go in there and tell them white folks, Hey, y'all get on out of here, man. Because I suppose, feel like I supposed to have this. See, this here might have come from cotton money. And guess who picked that? But that's not reality. And nor, neither is what you think. Because if you have a man, or if you have a woman, truly, <clears throat> That is their job, is to try to protect your stupid ass. And that's what you call your better half. Ain't that what they used to call it, the better half? To protect your stupid ass. Because my thinking is not your thinking, and once we put our thinking together, it's supposed to make new thinking. So, there you have it. And if you go another route, then you're going to find out things, you know, you're going to have new discoveries. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have new discoveries, you're going to have a new experience, and that experience might go over to the next experience that you might have an opportunity to have. And that's no way to do it, because you should have stayed with the last experience if you're going to carry it on to the next. 
That was that too fast for y'all, or do you need me to repeat it? Yeah. If you take the last experience into the next experience, you can't possibly be able to enjoy the experience that you are in. Now, people paid to go to that Essence Festival like they always have. Most people that go to the Essence Festival, they are pretty much loyal to it. Because, like I said, Maze used to be the, you know, but we're getting old now and those artists are no longer performing like they used to. And I understand that we have to go into <clears throat> other artists, you know, to fill in the gap. But this is what I want to tell y'all out there on my birthday. And uh, when I break it down right here, I'm going to have to play some music to give y'all time to let that marinate. What I'm going to say to you, nothing is as it was three years ago. Nothing. Family ain't family like it was no more. A family function, when do you hear about that? A family reunion, when do you hear about that? They scattered here and there. But family not even family like it was no more. Food don't even taste or even or what like it was three years ago. Your friends, they different. The way you interact with other human beings are different. The way that you judge and the way that you go about your daily business is different. Nothing is like it was. Not the workforce, not the food, not the water, not the air, not the definitely not the heat. Nothing is as it was. So what do we do about that? When everything that we grew up on changes on us. Do you just, just keep watching the change? Or do you speak up like Miss Irie did? And hope that somebody uh, agrees with you that enough is enough. Now, you know, as a man, you know, somebody, you know, a uh, lady, you know, <clears throat> bringing that extra attention to the ass, that's probably was kind of interesting back in the day. But goddamn, you know, what's next? You understand what I'm saying? You know how much air to put in tie? You know how much salt to put in chicken? You know, you know how to wash, you know how to wash collards or some, or some mustards? You know how to make saltwater cornbread? What's that next after you clap your ass? What you what, what you looking to get from that? A lifetime of paying your bills because you clap your ass, or you can twerk down to the floor, or what you looking? What you what? I mean, what you looking for? And as I asked before, what do that even mean? Is that some like some kind of call or uh, some kind of mesmerizing, you know, to make money come out of my pocket or some kind of hypnotism or something? What is that? What y'all doing and what's the reason for it and what's, what what the source of it comes from? Because there are far more things happening in this world than, you know, Clapping it down to the floor, and then uh, she made a she made a she made a hell of a point right out the back. Uh, see these young folks, they got a different culture out here, man. You know uh, what they talking about? They talking about eating everything. But then you gonna drag it on the floor all night. Every, Martin Luther King did the Harlem Shuffle. On that damn floor. <laughs> Martin Luther King was at that club, man. You know, Jesse Jackson, all them, man. Al Sharpton, all them was out there. 
you out there twerking it all day down to the floor, man. Got more Luther King footprints on your on your pride part. Then you want somebody, <clears throat> you know, eat it like grocery. Is what they what them young folks say. Like grocery for real. Like from Kroger's or <laughs> you know, I'm not just gonna eat no fiesta. You know, it's gotta be from Kroger Select, you know, overseas type of stuff, you know. But that's that's what we do. And that's what's going on and somebody spoke out about it and I'm and I'm and I'm glad about it. Because there's a whole lot more speaking out that need to be done. Y'all this these 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 people that y'all allow y'all children to look up to because they don't fuck with you while they watching them. I don't think that's a good exchange. They are fucking our children up to the point where you can't handle them in your household. And when you can't handle them in your household, let me tell you what happened. They come out here. Yeah. They come out here with all the lions and the sharks and hyenas. You dig? And if you don't want that for your child, I suggest you ease up on the Megan Thee Stallion. I'm not trying to fuck her business up. But that's something you should listen to. Because I'm pretty sure you done sucked a few dicks before and you done uh, done strange things. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry now. But if you listen to Megan Stallion, how can you not listen to me say these type of things? See, that's the difference. See there? That's what I'm talking about. You'll throw your finger up in the club when she said, but when I said, who that nigga think he is? I ain't sucking. Not last night anyway. While I was at the, at the concert. <laughs> it's all right, though. Because we speaking freely here on One Pump Motherfuckers here. It's my birthday, so I'm talking shit like I told you I would, didn't I? So I'm talking that shit. You need to ease up on this here, man. Because it's not good for the outcome of your child's future. And that should be important. They're going to ask you for what Megan Thee Stallion is supplying. But you got to say no. And then you got to tell them why. Because there's a lot of uh, Megan Thee Stallions. But only one can make it. The rest of them go to the trash. Because they've been ran through trying to make it like Megan the Stallion. Don't give your children these false futures. Uh, <clears throat> it's not real. It's a whole it's a whole promotion to get you just where you're going to be in trouble. You young ladies out there and you young men out there, y'all stop taking the bait of of your peers who don't know it no more than you do. If you want to be led, then be led by your own spirit because it will let you know that you need to turn left at Abercourt, the left in Abercourt, I'm glad she spoke up because I speak up. Now I know every generation have their thing. We had our thing. Flat tops, bell bottoms, Jerry curls, you know, Michael Jackson, uh, matching socks and gloves. We had all kind of weird shit. Hammer pants? <laughs> weird motherfucker, cup. You walk around with a whole parachute on your, you know, you wearing a whole parachute with them hammer pants, cup. Yeah, every generation had their thing. But I've never seen a generation like this. Even when the you know the hippie was out, man, they had they had more sex than anybody. But most time when you seen them bitches, they were dressed. You know they just running around naked and shit. And then they not only sexualized y'all, they sent y'all to the medicine cabinet, man. Y'all not even taking real drugs, cuz. Y'all doing pills. 
And somebody needs to say this shit. And that's what all it would be saying it because 90% of the parents that uh, have these this type of shit in their house, they know about it. They thought it was cute at first. Some of them have getting, getting uh, you know, three for 10 through, through the child. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't think I knew that, did you? Some of y'all dope, man. Some of y'all sons or daughters dope, man. Is y'all dope, man, too. Now, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. See? Because my daddy got his, his uh, you know, joints from Miss Johnny B. House. I couldn't go to Miss Johnny B. House and get no joints. Miss Johnny B. wasn't having that. Boy, ain't you Billy Roy, boy? Yes, ma'am. Well, you get on up out of here. And that's the way it was back then. But now that, you know, uh, there's no childhoods, that's that's, the, that's what I left out the list. There's no childhoods no more. Absolutely none. As you come here, you learn the bullshit, and you out there. That's the way they are raised nowadays. You come here, you learn the bullshit, you start repeating it, you out here. There's no respect for elders. There's no yes man, no, no ma'am. There's no opening the door. There's no closing the door. There's no offering your help to It's none of that shit. All that shit didn't change. And I'm, I hate to tell you, if you wasn't born in the 70s, thank God I was born in the 70s. If you wasn't born in the 70s, you would never experience all of that. Well, I take that back. I'm not going to say never. Because some of us still uphold the old ways. I still open up a door. I still be gentleman-like. I still offer my help. But that ain't, you know, ain't a lot of me. From what I see. I could be mistaken. It's not a lot of me that I see but somebody got to do it because somebody still remembers that and when it happens to them they appreciate it when you help someone genuinely they appreciate it when you're not looking for nothing from them because that's what everybody do y'all I'm telling you it's time that we switch up what we feel that is right and we just take a a back seat and it's right in our faces as well and and some of us got a reason to not uh, go along with this here uh agenda you have children you have grandbabies you have mothers and fathers because most of the music that's out right now you can't even play around your grand folks and your, and your mama and daddy them Shit, I can play some Al Green around anybody. I can play some some Sam Cooke around anybody. I can play some Rick James. I ain't get into it. And Rick James, you know, yeah, I can play that around my mom. I can play that around my dad. I can't even share music with my family if I were to choose what's out here lately. So somebody need to say this. Somebody need to say that Somebody come up with an agenda to put bad spirits out on us. Which, uh, if you felt good, if if you have you ever made a song that make you cry, that means this music is emotionally attached and it can change your emotions, people. And look what you're listening to now. I've heard it. I know you've heard it. Listen, what look at what the environment is like. Very volatile. And we just sit by and watch our children. It's like it's like watching your child stand on a on a train railway and you see the train coming and you just gonna just 
except that the train is coming and it's going to hit it. That's what we're doing, people. We see our children out there. And we just sit and just let, them, let it hit them. And from that insanity, it goes to this insanity. That my baby didn't do that. Yes, he did. You go spend 30000 50000 trying to keep him out of the penitentiary. But he did that. I didn't know it's a conflict. But when you thought it was cute, he was tic-tacking, tic-tacking and uh, talk-ticking and shit, cussing, doing his thing, acting like a thug at the age of eight, nine, ten. You thought it was cute then, didn't you? Didn't know that he was going to turn into a whole nigga with that same attitude. But now he's able to carry out what he was talking about. Whether on you, whether on the sister, whether on the neighbor, whether on somebody. Yeah. And you sat back and you watched that train hit that man. So here on one point zero, we want to bring to the light that we are in full agreement with somebody speaking out about this foolishness. This foolishness has costed more children their lives than anything. Shit. COVID ain't did this type of damage to black folks the way uh, we've allowed uh, this garbage to be put into our community like it has. This is another crack, crack ep epidemic. Music. It's the new epidemic. Because whatever they've done to these young people's minds, what they left out was strength. Our children are weak. So what are we supposed to do about protecting them? They... They need us in a way where they don't have no say in it because they up under the spell of music. Have y'all looked at y'all children? I bet you half of y'all can't even recognize them when they walk out the door because they they got on their uh, goblin goblin they got on <laughs> they got on their goblin uh, mask. Some of y'all look at y'all baby's baby pictures and don't even wonder how the hell is this about to turn into this. <laughs> yeah. I've experienced that. I seen them bouts change and I seen them go into some different shit. And the only way that Okay, I'm 52. It's my birthday weekend, y'all. We still own that. But I'm 52 and I still have basic respect for my parents, for my sisters and brothers, and for strangers. You know. Because they say that a good reputation is worth its weight in gold. So you always want to put your best foot forward. But I can tell you if nobody told me that or nobody showed me that, then there's no way that I could have that uh, be something that I, you know, stand on while I'm maturing or growing up. And that's a problem. There you have it right there. You know, when I was younger, whether... Uh, um, it was my father or some man gave you some information that you otherwise, you know, you, know, you probably needed. And they told you at a young age, they didn't try to like, you know, sugarcoat anything. Or oh, wait till you're this age so I tell you that this here happens or whatever, you know. Now nah, they told you. Because I imagine those old cats had become men at a young age themselves, you know, because of the times. 
And that's one thing that really bothers me is that older people, older men and women, they put in work, brother. They put in work. And in my opinion, this generation, about two generations back, they have really been pussified by all this here, remote this and remote that and iPhone this and iPhone that. Man, I look at other countries and see what young men are doing in other countries. Like America better, America better mind their business. Because uh, these young folks ain't finna get up off their PlayStation and go, you know, really fight something. No, really fight somebody. So you get two extra men and you can start the, the uh, SP5 over again. And you get two other lives. So it's just that we, we are so in a cotton candy society. Can't nobody say nothing to nobody. You can't speak freely, which is supposed to be our constitutional right. You can't uh, you can't tell no woman that you won't want to get some her you know a sweet nectar. You get sued. Vice versa, a woman can't tell a man that hey you know handle him raw. You can't do nothing. Back in the day, they used to promote marriage. They don't do that shit no more. Back in the day, they used to promote um, wellness. They don't do that shit no more. They want something to be wrong with you. You go somewhere and get to sneeze in two or three times. Oh, man, you're going you gonna to leave that with seven pills. Yes, you is. You want to talk about you got a headache. Your ass got cancer. Cold. Diphtheria, streptococcus. Oh, what's that other one there? Uh, <laughs> what's that other? One? It's got a long name. I think of it in a minute. <laughs> Melanococcal, melanoma, or some shit like that. But it's time to start speaking up on these on these things that we see every day instead of just watching them and thinking that they're uh, internet entertainment, but it's not. It is a depiction of our people. And we're being made fun of after all we've been through. And people are, real tra- are really trying to get like reparations now. And who's going to give you reparations with this type of foolishness? We gave y'all reparations, y'all went to the Essence Festival, half of y'all ain't gonna come back home no more. Either you gonna get shot, or you gonna do dope uh, until you die, or you gonna go and get robbed, or something. So, these things that y'all put out to be funny, It's doing what it's always done. Put us in the light of porch monkeys. Court gestures, entertainment, and servants. Y'all cool with that? Because you feel like you can do what you want to do? Y'all cool with that, for real? You cool with being a black woman and being looked at as not even a you're not even a you know you just you just what that person sees are you cool with that are you cool with like random randomly being offered money for your body and you're not even really like that but you're dressed like that are you cool with that are you cool with uh having to defend your right 
to be able to dress like you want to. Because I don't remember these conversations when women used to, you know, when uh, dressing, you know, covering yourself up and leaving a man to his uh, imagination. When that was cool, y'all remember that? I call it the sundress era. Yeah, when them sundress, oh, oh, sundress, oh. Come on, man. A yellow sundress? Well, you can almost see through it, and you you have to use your mind, yeah, like you could see through it. Like, yeah, I know she got that. Yeah, I can see through that, cuz. Mm -hmm. Now that was, that was foreplay right there. Now foreplay just skipped over. I can see the titties, the ass, and everything else. There's no need for any respect here. There's no need for me to say yes, man. There's no need for me to. Say I'm a counselor, and, you know, in the third moon. And what are you? You know, it's no need for that shit. The way you are looking, I'm perceiving it that way, and I need to go and get to the midnight. What that booty do, and how much it cost, and that's that's what you said for yourself. Because I swear, out of all those women that were on stage shaking their ass. If you would have wanted to ask any one of them, hey, how you doing? I don't think you're interested. Them hoes would cuss you out. You'd have not been able to talk to neither one of them. And they just did the most, you know, sexual act that you can probably do without being butt-ass naked and stripping. So if you're not selling it to me as a black man, if you're not, you know, who, who you do, and you say you're doing it for yourself, but you didn't need this ticket. To the essence person to do that shit. You could have did it right there at your house. I seen the bitches on TikTok. They doing the same thing you doing. You could have stayed your ass at the house. But you want to gather with the rest of them that think that it's okay. And you want to lose any kind of respect for yourself and the grandchildren that ain't even got here yet. They're going to see their old ass grandma out there clapping her motherfucking ass. And these are the things that you don't think about. When you make these type of decisions. These are the things that you don't think about when you when it, when life hits you and you change your life, and you otherwise might have somebody that come into your life that never believed in that, and they get to see you in your fault. They can go back and rewind the tape or go to to dot dot net. This here and that, that there, and Google this here and Google that there. And that's what life is today. Even though you got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, you were clapping your ass this last year, though. Now. Come on now. Hit this weed and see if we can, <laughs> see if we can get a table dance. So what we have to do, man, we have to let people who otherwise want to change the narrative. We have to let them know that we're out here and we don't agree with it. You don't have to be that. You don't have to look that way. This is a trick that's been posed off on us that, you know, that we never tried to challenge. But y'all didn't know that we're older and it wasn't against us. It was against our children. And and y'all the way y'all act out over y'all kids. I would think that, you know, maybe, you, do, you know, do something to fuck about it. Maybe that. Since y'all love your children so much, can't nobody touch them, can't nobody say nothing to them, can't nobody tell them nothing, but y'all gonna let this happen. You gonna let Megan Thee Stallion be your babysitter. I don't think that's a good choice. And I don't think... And see, y'all canceled R. Kelly. Y'all thought he was messing with them young girls and doing this here and doing that there, but why won't y'all case counsel Megan the Stallion for putting young girls in the frame of mind to thinking that all that sexuality is okay? Why won't y'all counsel her before they get to R. Kelly? How about that? No, nah, we don't... Okay, all right. It's cool. It's absolutely cool. But what's good for the goose should be good for the gander, right? You got Megan Stallion 
misleading young ladies off into sexual escapades, all kinds. Men, women, toes, ankles, they doing it all. But <clears throat> when your daughter takes on that bad spirit and go out there with that information and she run into L. Kelly, that's his fault? Now think about this here. If we being real, think about this. That means you sat up and watched that child on that, that railroad until that train got there and ran into her. And then you screamed and hollered. That's what that means. I'm sorry. I have to be the one to tell you. Because ain't nobody looking at this. Everybody's dealing with the responsibility of this here, except their own. Y'all wasn't saying nothing about R. Kelly, but, you know, where his concert was going to be until the movie came out. Nobody was concerned with it. And to tell you the truth, nobody's never been concerned with young black ladies ever and they're still not and my backup information to make that they're uh, solid is that uh, young black women are the most missing women on the planet can you dig that Is Megan Thee Stallion rapping about that? I don't know now. I ain't listened to the album. She, do she got a record about uh, taking taking black young ladies? That probably that probably get a Grammy or get her ass killed because she's not out here for us. She's out here to ruin your daughter, ruin your son's mind of what he think of young black women. That's what he's out here for. To make black women uh, uh, sexualized and for a young black man to look at her that way and approach her that way. Because Megan Stallion, <clears throat> yeah, said that it's okay. And y'all jump y'all ass on TikTok with the children and roll right with it. So do you deserve what you get in five years after after you TikTok with her? She's a grown lady, six years. Do you deserve what you get? The language that she's going to use to communicate with you or he's going to use to communicate with you. The, the way that he's going to take the place of the man that should have been in the house. But he knows nothing about that. So he's going to go off his own emotions on how you're treating him. And now you got a whole Negro, a whole woman in your house telling you y'all cool with that. And y'all just going to keep letting these artists tell your children what's okay and what's not. What's worth your life and what's not. And all that money that you put into them, the school clothes, the trips, the special classes, the the, the the karate, the soccer, the baseball, all of that. You could have spent on some good weed and got more out of it. It's terrible. So when somebody speaks out, y'all, it's my point. You have to support that. Let's start a challenge of that we ain't gonna we ain't we don't dig it no more. How about that challenge? I started the don't dig it no more challenge. And I want all the women to, to dress up nice. And uh do the bump, goddammit. The bump is sexy than a motherfucker. There ain't nothing like seeing a woman with an afro doing the bop, bop, doing the bump, man. The robot. Robot sexing in the motherfucker on one. Or, or, you know, the drop kick, you know. Y'all don't know nothing about that. 
see. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Looking nice and doing your dance. And show that you can be absolutely as uh, appealing, sexy, or whatever you want to be. Fully clothed and respected. Because what you don't understand, when you put something into yourself, that means your quality. Put some quality in in in, in how you want to be seen. Because it's, rec it's recognizable. That's how we know the good ones from the bad ones. Because they put quality into themselves. And when you know what I'm saying? Quality, that means time. I remember back, back in the day, women used to straighten comb their hair. They sell. And they put that time to themselves to make themselves look, you know, otherwise what y'all do with makeup, they did with a straightening comb. Mm-hmm. And some dog man grease. You did. So, more, more men have started to say it. Which women have their complaints to, and I don't want to leave y'all out like I'm being one-sided because I'm not. But men have said it, that it don't take all that. You know, that's something that we wanted to see when we went to the strip club. You know. And then, if you do decide to do that, then we would very much request that it's for us. Don't nobody else get to see Miss Kitty. The fuck you talking about? You gonna dress like that and leave the eye? Boy, you gonna let this nappy hair girl disrespect you at your own dinner table? <laughs> that type of shit. <laughs> Boy, you gonna let... <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm telling you, so... It's still my birthday. I talked my ass off like I, I knew I would. Said I was going to play some music, so we got like maybe a few minutes left. And uh, I'm going to play a little music, man. I thoroughly enjoyed y'all on my birthday edition of this show. Ah, oh, it flew by too fast. It flew by absolutely too fast. I didn't even get to my other subjects. But I'm glad I spent that time on that because somebody needed to hear it. We have to start doing better people as representing the things that we want to see rather than the things that have been put out there and forced on us and we don't say anything. Ladies, it's time to be ladies. I would like my son to have a good pick of litter, which I've never seen more beautiful women in my, in my time than I've seen young ladies today. And do yourself a favor. Whatever you want, then you can basically manifest it. But it's a way to do that. Now here on one point, motherfucking zero, man. I enjoyed y'all tonight. I look forward to y'all next Friday. You know what I'm saying? And i probably still be partying then, man. And I want to remind y'all that we do have, you know, merchandise. You can go on and get you some t-shirts, get your hat, whatever you want from the one point motherfucking zero collection. And uh, I am a comedian. So if you're looking for somebody to come and entertain for you, then definitely drop me a DM. I'm taking all bookings, you know, bar mitzvahs, backyard parties, you know, weddings. I can get it in and I got what you need. Man, I have thoroughly enjoyed myself and this party will continue even when the podcast ends. And I'd like to say, man, for everybody that has been chiming in, man, y'all continue to chime in. Because we're going to keep coming with new content, new subjects. And um, we do have guests on their way. And I'm so glad for, uh, for the people that have uh, stuck with me through this year, first episode of my first season. And through the 11th episode of my first season. To the first and the second. Which this is the second episode. I say... Thank you, and I love you for chiming in, and I look forward to seeing you next Friday. Now, as always, in closing, 
coming back across the track once again, my friend. I've walked on water, I've walked on land. I got kings and queens that want to shake my hand. Who am I? The doctor. Take one of these and call me in the morning. It's your boy, Dr. Shep from One Point Motherfucking Zero, and we are out. Can't get a game, shit I got some change on me